Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more with your hosts, Brent Radlinski and Dave Van Robes. Listen in as we talk everything happening in the world of sports from a beer drinker's perspective. It's just like sitting in a sports bar, but with your pants off. Sports, beer, and shenanigans. So sit back, grab a few beer, and let's get into it. 1420 Sports Podcast, show number 201, May 12th, 2002. Dave, we're getting started a little bit late tonight. Uh, watched the Leafs go into overtime, came back from a, a deficit, took the lead. Uh, man, I thought they had that game tonight. John Tavares, he uh, took all the doubters into uh, the last couple of games. He's been great. But, man, overtime hockey is, is something else in the playoffs, the way the ups and downs, the ins and outs, and how it can go from one emotion to the other. I'm a Leafs guy. You're not. But, Dave, you got you to gotta appreciate overtime hockey in the playoffs uh, a little bit. Yes, but also no. Uh, I'm at the age right now where, you know, over time you can watch it all and get, yay, good. And sometimes it's the long stretches of boring and everything like that. But the one 10 second thing that I'm staying up too late to watch is going to be the first thing I see tomorrow morning. So I'll go to bed. I will go. Yeah, to if, bed. If, if you're not invested in, in either team, I get it. Either, even when I'm invested. Oh, really? Oh, for sure. Uh, well, no, if it ever happened in the Super Bowl, because well, the only team that I only have one team that probably demands that much emotion from me anymore. But like, I don't fucking care. Like, four overtime periods, I'm going to bed, man. Yeah, there's a good chance I'm not going to catch a four overtime game, but we'll get into, into Leafs in a second here, Dave. Uh, springtime's hit here in Southern Alberta. It's been nice. I had some uh, baseball games yesterday, PBA versus Okanagan College, a couple of good ball games that went uh, uh, just fun fun to be out in the field. Walk, went for a walk today, tonight before the show, before the hot game started. Barbecues were going. Weather is starting to pick up a little bit. Dave, uh, what are you drinking tonight? What's going on? What's happening? How, how, what's, uh, what's your thought on the spring so far? Uh, it, it's, uh, it's nice weather. I, I'm really enjoying this spring weather. Uh, it's warm Ish. ish yeah it can get chilly really quick it, it the the weather's been really on a precipice right now but i'm enjoying it it's spring weather and and it's uh things to come things are getting green in uh southern alberta and i'm looking forward to may long next weekend may long oh that is next weekend i have uh yeah, we'll talk about it later on. 
get into the NHL playoffs, Dave. The one complaint that I've, I've heard uh, a lot is the officiating and the way the rules seem to have changed from the regular season to now. Um, and it's a lot different than it used to be when we were growing up in our uh, more of, I've, I don't know what, what I'm looking for, our younger years, I guess, that the playoff officiating was different. They seem to be calling for some reason, Dave, and it's an officiating thing. It's across every sport, but they seem to be calling more ticky-tack penalties for some reason in this year's playoffs. And I don't know what the 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 reason is, what came across the, the commissioner's desk and why they're doing it, but they seem to be calling penalties at a higher pace and a higher frequency, and there hasn't been a lot of five-on-five goals, a lot of power play goals that, we, we didn't see in years past where it's the playoffs, you're going to call things differently, or it's late in the third, you call things differently. It just seems to me this year they're, they're calling a lot of penalties, and I don't know if I like it a lot. I mean, I, I like it because a penalty is a penalty. I get it. But like we talked the other day about baseballs, let people know that we're going to call it by the book. We're not calling it by the book. We're doing this. We're doing that. Because people do get a sense of this is what a penalty is in the playoffs. This is what a penalty is in the third period. This is what a penalty is in, in such and such situation. I don't understand why there is a need to change the rule book in every sport in different places of the game, in, in, in the place of the game. I, I don't understand it. What's your thoughts on that, Dave? Well, I know we've talked about this before, and I thought you and I were kind of in agreement. As in, like a penalty in game sixty-four is a game a penalty in the third period of the playoffs. I thought we agreed on that. And then, but like I do understand now. We both understood like playoffs is a little bit different. You're gonna let the 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 guys play a little bit more on edge. But I don't I don't mind it. I I really don't mind it. I think the Leafs did get job tonight on their. Uh, those two penalties that gave Tampa Bay five on three early in the third, early in the third period, it was pretty yeah, that, shit, I thought, yeah, but. like those two penalties equaled one penalty. And I kind of thought the refs might be looking at, I, I overtime did look quite clean to me. I, I, I didn't see anything, but I, I imagine the Tampa Bay players and, and they've been through this before. They know exactly what they're getting into. They knew when they were out there for the first overtime period, like nothing obvious, like these guys are going to look to give us a penalty. Well, that's what I got. said to Deanne. She, when she got here, we, we, we pressed pause for a little bit. We caught it back up with the game and everything else. Um, but I said Tampa's getting the next penalty for sure. There's no doubt in my mind. And yeah. they, and, and like you just said, they they held it tight. They didn't do anything stupid. They, they, they were clean and didn't take any penalties because you just got to think that, and I said this before, and I've been saying this since I was 10 years old, Dave. When you go through a, a the score sheet at the end of a hockey game, I would put money on the penalty levels or with like eight, seven, seven, six, eight, eight. Like referees may not know they're doing it, but maybe it's just a, a natural reaction to maybe even things up a little bit. Yeah, but there's also games. I, I There's a lot not the sign of a well-played game, I think like a, a clean game if both to- both teams have a reasonable amount of penalties each at the same level. 
but there there are teams that play a rougher style and and especially if they're the visiting team i think they're going to draw a lot more penalties and and that's some the intimidation factor is still part of some teams game and if they're not playing well offensively then their uh intimidation style can get a little bit carried away at times it's crazy dave like the leafs i mean they, they they've had their playoff struggle since 2004 haven't won around and then you have Tampa, who hasn't lost. Uh, they have two Stanley Cups, quasi championships with the COVID years and everything else. It's, but it is astonishing that Tampa hasn't lost two games in a row in the playoffs. In I think it's twenty-eight or thirty games, and the Leafs haven't won a round since two thousand four. Something's got to bust here. Uh, well, it doesn't actually have to now because Tampa. Tampa won tonight, so they don't they, they they can't lose two in a row again. Toronto's got going home. Jeez, if you were to put ten bucks down on Bodog, uh, Dave, who are you taking on on uh, Saturday night? I'm gonna. Uh, I don't want to jinx anything, but you know what? I for the first time in my life, I really am rooting for the Leafs. I want to see those fuckers win, and I've never said that before in the playoffs. I want them to win. And I hope that's not a jinx, but it's the first time ever I've said it. So well, we'll find out. And they've lost a lot of fucking big playoff games without oh. me rooting for them. I'm really hoping sure. for the Leafs on this one. I had my Durlego jersey on tonight. The last few games I've had it on, cheering for the Leafs a lot in this series. It's been it's been a fun playoff, playoff series for sure. Two really good teams. It's just too bad that uh, they have to face each other in the first round because these are two teams back 10, 20 years ago. They probably would have been playing the conference final, but the way the, the conference is set up now, everything else is just different. I, I, I just found it, found it astonishing. So now we already have two game sevens. Boston, Carolina, they're, they're doing it. Edmonton and L.A. is going right now. Edmonton needs to survive to go and everything else. Dave, this could set up for a very, very good Saturday with a lot of game sevens on a Saturday night. Yeah, you're right. They're that good. And I, I think the networks may be aware and, and they might be able to drag that on to, uh, well, shit, the lease will probably start at four or five o'clock Mountain Standard. Yeah. And then the weathers will be at eight. And there, that's going to be a long shift for a lot of people. In, if you were, if, in, if you were the, uh, the head of the uh, NBC or, you know, it's TNT now and it's CBC and la da 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 da, the rest of them. How would you, if it is because there, there's a still possibility it could be four game sevens on Saturday night? Because if uh, if Edmonton pulls this off and if St. Louis loses tonight, Minnesota, you, you can have four game sevens on Saturday. How would you, Dave Van Robe, CEO of TNT Sports, CBC Sports, whatever else, whoever's got, how would you schedule these games? What, what would you do to get the most out of it? Would you start them at two? Would you go at four? How would you do it? Oh no, I would do it like a staggered start time. I would I for sure would. But I would host outdoor watching parties. Like in neighborhoods. And in, in, in I like I wouldn't I wouldn't concentrate on the bars. The bars are gonna do fine without any fucking yeah. promotion from me. I would put it in community centers, I'd put it in the, the hockey rink. Like uh, you can darken the lights and put it on a big screen and sell popcorn and, and do a fundraiser that way. Like it wouldn't be that hard uh, food donation to the food bank to get in. And let's just have a, like a, have a family friendly fair, right? Like vendors and, and, and shit like that. That's what I would do. 
No, it would be. It's going to be. It could be a fun Saturday. There's no doubt about that. With the, the with the uh, game sevens, everything else, two are already on on slate. It's uh, it's astonishing, Dave, that the, that you play this many games and everything else can go on. And you can still go to get the, the best two words in sport: game seven and baseball, or hockey does it so well. And that's the one thing I like more about hockey and baseball than like football. Yeah, you get the one game play, the, the, the one game playoff game, the Super Bowl, whatever it is. But man, the, the emotions that can go through a uh, a playoff round, it's 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 hard. As a fan, it's hard. Because it, it I wouldn't say it takes over your life, but it takes over your life. Like you think about it a lot when it when it's going on. Well, I would say take over like it, it, like in uh, emotional wise, yeah, it, it, it is emotionally. It's kind of like the the NCAA tournament, right? Because everybody has a chance all the time, and and hockey is the most equitable of all the 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 sports the the, the big four that anything can happen in any given series. And that's why the first round is so good because Great. when you're a one seed, you're better than that eight seed. But if you're coasting and the eight seed is going turbo, you're fucked. And that happens all the time. And that's what makes the first round of the NHL playoffs because you you have to play hard. 80% ain't going to do it. If you're going at 80% and the other team's at 100, a one to eight, uh, span in the standings isn't enough to make up talent wise. Whereas back in the day, you know, the Oilers were just that Gretzky team. They were the, the hardest part was getting out of the spike and then they'd fucking roll through Chicago or Detroit, whoever, like it was a holiday before the Stanley cup finals for the Oilers back in the day. It my sister no had holidays. a thing. This goes, goes along with what you're saying, Dave. My sister had a thing up on one of her bulletin boards in her house. When Jim was good, when Jim was growing up, Hard beat hard work beats talent when talent ain't working, and that shows up in the Stanley Cup playoffs a lot in the first oh, round for sure. A lot like if, like when guys just have effort and go, go, go because you're only about yeah, like McDavid's better and Matthews is better and and Marner's better than than say whoever on the Kings or or the or or Tampa, whoever like there's talent it is better and but. In general, most teams are, especially in a salary cap league, most teams are pretty close. Like they're 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 right there. Teams that make the playoffs, yes, for sure. They're really close. Like the, the Kings had ninety nine points this year, and no one gave them a chance. And and they're they're up three two in their series. But when hard work, when when talent ain't working, they ain't gonna win. And the NHL first round of playoffs shows it every year, every yeah. freaking year. And and you know, as a better team. Well, like just it wasn't that long before us uh, Tampa started winning uh winning Stanley Cups. They lost to Columbus, the eighth seed, and they got swept by them because it's such a it's such a game of emotion and momentum. And and then when you get everybody has a plan until you get punched in the mouth, and and sometimes the eight seed punches are one and right. Punches hard. Rock, Rocky Balboa is a thing, man. It's a yeah. thing. Rocky's yeah. a thing. Um, get off this NHL subject pretty quick here, Dave. No, no, I, I want I, I got I got a huge beef about the Leaf Tampa Bay series. Okay, I'd like to hear this. Their uniforms are the exact fucking same. 
Well, Dn Dn pisses me off. That pisses me off. We'll get into a little more pisses me off. But Dn because she's a least person. She born 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 in Toronto, and even I have to watch. Okay, what? Who? Whose colors? Who? When I flick on the game, I have to wait till the puck crosses center ice so I can see the logo. It's odd. It's yes. odd. Like okay, it's okay because then you get thinking about last game, especially when it's not. It's two two one 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 for home and away. Okay, where are they playing tonight? If you just tune in, we get get home from work, and then like, and you, you cheer. No, it's Tampa, Tampa has the puck. Like, okay, fuck, I'm done. Like, They're yeah. the exact same uniforms. That should like, be illegal. Like, I I look around, make sure no one's watching. Like, when I'm by myself, but like, it, and no one's listening <laughs> to this anyways. But it, it's funny that you're like, okay, who the fuck is playing here? Like, why? Like, how? It doesn't make any sense. Like it. Like, why are there? Why are their uniforms exactly the same, whether they're home or away? Why did hockey decide to go with the darks at home and the lights on the on the road? I because, don't understand that. Because the dark is a more intimidating color. Color, and refs tend to call more penalties against the darker clothed team. But that gets um, evened out by the home crowd because the refs always tend to favor the home team. Dave, has there been a bigger injury in recent memory than what happened last night with the Pittsburgh uh, Rangers series. Rangers are uh, down three games to one and Truba hit Sidney Crosby, who we talked about tonight. has just been an absolute beast in the first four games. He went out last night with an injury. Don't know if he's going to play tomorrow night, Friday night. Crosby has been unbelievable. Could that injure? And it's, it's sad to say that one player can make it that big of a difference, but Crosby has been that good. Could you see the Rangers coming back to win that series because of Crosby being out? I would really hope not. Um, and not because... And I don't think it was a dirty hit. I, I, no. I think it was a collision. I don't think it was a dirty hit. I think it was a collision. I agree. I, I do agree with that. Um, but Crosby's out and, and the team clearly lost a little bit of its get up and go once, once Sid was unable to return. It was crazy how that just changed yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I don't like it's. It is weird. You would think someone else on the team could step up, like Malkin and or Latang. Like, but I don't know the dynamic. I'm not shitting on these guys. I just, I just. It seems to me how a team that has a bunch of veterans that have been through all the wars together in that uniform couldn't find a way to to dig deep and and keep. Uh, the Rangers from coming back and winning that game. Yeah, it was two nothing at the time of the uh, the hit, and then the air went right out of balloons of the Penguins, and it was just done. And Crosby, like just one player, and that was it because he's been such a beast this uh, this playoff round. Uh, he's unbelievable. been so influential. Like, like, and, and it's and it, and it, I I always own he was good, but watching him th- this like what is going like how is this guy? He's such a he's just been uh, uh, possessed almost like it's been crazy. And aside from his what he's accomplishing accomplishing on the ice, the fact that like that, that we're talking about how the 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 wind went out of the sails after he got hurt, it really shows that he just he's just such a leader. He leads yeah. from the front, and I think he leads from the front in every aspect. Well, of his professional life, I have no idea what happens when the when the cameras aren't aren't on. But I've yet to hear anyone say a bad word about Sidney Crosby Ever. on or off the ice. Ever. Like it's just, 
a pro like and 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 I, i'm proud of him i'm proud that he's a canadian and i'm proud he got that golden gold i'm proud he wears wore that c and like there's because there's haters anytime there's haters but deanne for some reason she thinks that there's he's hiding something she has no proof she has no physical nothing with uh with crosby but she says there's nobody's that clean i said well maybe he is and she says there's no one that clean there's something's going to come out when his career is done she says not tiger tiger woods kind of stuff and i said no maybe he's just a good guy maybe he like, hockey's his life and maybe that's it I, and i i personally believe that like what i amazing, personally believe that what for her to amazing, come up with some conspiracy yeah. theory i don't know where it comes from too many cigarettes or something i don't know but well, I've smoked more in Hercs just because I'm older, but I don't know, man. <laughs> but I, I will don't say, know. I will say this: I've been, I'm I'm proud to be of the same. Uh, like he's a he's an ambassador for the human race, as far as I'm concerned. He's just he just never does anything wrong, and I understand that. How can anybody be this good and clean and squeaky clean? Like he's like Tim Tebow with talent. Yeah, because like even you and I have a few warts on our dinks about some stuff without the, past, the Jesus, else, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, there's just things going on. But uh, no, Crosby, like for him to go away, but it, it's going to be interesting. Dave, the orders are up right now, three nothing. Let's say they win tonight. What do you think? That, okay, look, we got three game, we got three game sevens as of this moment right now. It might change by time the show's over tonight. Who do you got in game with the uh, Carolina Hurricanes, Boston Bruins? You got the, the the Leafs and Tampa, and potentially right now, as it stands, the Oilers and the Kings. Who do you got in, in those three game sets? I want Boston gone, go Carolina. I I called Leafs in six at the beginning, uh, like when our prognostication. Yeah. I don't, I can't contradict myself, and I don't have faith in them. So I'll say Tampa. And then I don't I don't have a clue in this Oilers game. It just it's happen. a it's a crapshoot. I honestly have no idea because you know, uh, yeah, that was the game, the the game they lost. Oh, sorry, with the shit, I can't remember the game I was watching, but nonetheless, I watched the entire second period, and Edmonton was just attacking quick in ways. And that fucker was keeping him out. And quick if, is so if, good. Quick is like, if he's just reaching back for the past, and this is because this is his last kick of the can, that's for sure, I believe. Maybe he's playing for a contract. I don't know. But if he can recapture his old brilliance, I'd rather have a, a hot quick than a hot Smith. Hot Smith. Hot Smith sounds like something you get at a fucking diner in, in Pocatello, Idaho. Pocatello, Idaho. I've been there a lot of years. I'll have a Hot Smith and a, and a coffee to go, please. Yeah, I'll go. I'm going to go least just because on Saturday on Saturday night, I'm going to go with uh, the Bruins because I think that Pasternak and and who and geez, he's been good. Marshawn and Bergeron have one more kick, not not a Santa Cup run. They got one more run left in them a little bit. And then for the Oilers, man, screaming hot take, Dave. Oilers lose on Saturday night at home, and that's the last game that Leon Dreisaitl plays in an Oilers uniform. 
Okay. That that is a hot take. Um that's what I got right now. For a D man? Like who demands it? Do they trade? They need they, something. They'll get two well, D they'll get two good D man for that for that for that contract. But they for sure he for sure has a no move. No, he doesn't. No. Okay. I did not know that. You know what? I I you know, as someone who once loved this team, I I that makes complete sense because fucking Chris Stewart and Darnell Nurse are not the answer. Well, Nurse ain't playing tonight because he's, he's suspended for headbutt. But anyways, anyways, the NHL playoffs game, the, the first round's always it's always great. And we we talked a lot at nauseum about this, but it's been fun to watch. I watched more hockey this week than I probably did all season. It's been fantastic. I uh, got a few games tomorrow night, got uh, game sevens coming up no matter what on on Saturday should be a good Saturday of sports. The 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer with sports talk, and a whole lot more. The 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer with sports talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, uh, this week, the big news I mean, the, the schedule went out tonight. To, I don't want to know why it's a great big event, why the schedule released, because everybody knows who's they're playing, anyways, what it matters when you're playing, who, who in the NFL doesn't much. I don't give a shit either way. Because you know who you're playing, divisions and divisions and everything else. And plus, divisions go against interdivisions every year. You, you know who you're playing. I don't know why it's a big, big to do. I don't know why it's Christmas morning for NFL fans, but it is. But the big news is this week, Tom Brady uh, signed on with Fox uh, for 35 million bucks a year. Once his playing career is done, to be an analyst on the NFL Sunday games and everything else. For thirty-five million dollars a year, uh, more than he made playing for a lot of years, because he, he did take a discount to make his teams better in New England and in Tampa Bay. Um, Dave, explain to me why a network would pay more than five dollars for anybody to analyze a game that the whole world's going to watch, anyways. I do not get it i don't get it like i i've we we talked about it on one episode when uh the play-by-play and color analyst analyst the the free agent season with buck going over with aikman to espn and with al michaels going over to amazon for thursday night i don't fucking get it i don't fucking get it just let me finish my thought how is that $35 million? How is Fox gonna realize those month those dollars spent? Because Tom Brady being behind the mic is not gonna draw one eyeball to that game. Not one. Zero. I, we'll get into another one later on, but the thing is, is that most of the world. Oh fuck. I shouldn't I shouldn't say that because I don't really know, but most of the world thinks that Tom Brady's pretty bland and he's just a guy and it took Gretzky a lot of years to get what he's doing on the year now with TNT and he's the greatest ever Uh, it took Gretzky a lot of years to be away from the game to get some um, kind of knowledge how the public works and how the game works and how analysis works because just because you're great at something doesn't mean you can describe how to do something or how it works. And I think that Brady's going to have a big problem with this. Well, we'll just do this. Just do this. 
Well, and <laughs> you know, and I and I, I find Brady completely bland. And like you, you see a guy like uh, Peyton Manning with the the Manning cast with his brother, it's entertaining because they can just sit and talk, and they they can just carry a conversation with people. When you're trying to carry a conversation with just one other guy. I think Brady's going to have a hell of a time doing this. He just seems like a bland dude to me. And at 35 million bucks a year, you can solve a lot of problems in the world with that 35 million bucks a year that, that I, I just don't understand why a broadcaster, like I said, nobody isn't going to watch that game because Tom Brady isn't on. It doesn't make sense. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Aside from that, like, you know, just be like you, you, you touched upon it just because someone's a hall of famer quarterback doesn't mean they're an average analysis, uh, uh, analyst, 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 analytical, analytical color man. Let's call him a color man. Cause that's what he's going to be, right? Like he's going to be on the live broadcast, not doing play by play, but doing the color commentating. Is that what we're calling analysts these days? Color. Yeah. Or is he going to be on the halftime show? I don't even know. I think he's an analyst. I think he's an, uh, he's he's on games. So as a color commentator, or is he going to be um, uh, Aaron Andrews on the sidelines talking to guys coming off the field? Is, is that what they're paying him for? Like I don't. Here's here's sorry. I I'm, I I digress. The 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 reason I'm, I'm talking like this is because we don't know what he's good at. Not other than quarterbacking football teams to Super Bowl championships. We don't know he's good at this. I Peyton Manning, even during his playing career, that Saturday Night Live uh, episode he was on was fucking hilarious. He's so campy. He can make fun of himself. And and it's been clear that uh, the Manning cast with him and Eli, that he has a natural funny rapport. Because he's to go along. Because I think he's a he's, he's a human being. Brady's a fucking robot. And and I don't I don't I, I could be wrong. Understand. I could be wrong. And also, another point: sixty six percent of football fans are going to be tuning in to bitch about him because Brady isn't beloved. There's a lot of people that that's a good him. point, Dave. That people in general don't like Tom Brady because he's Tom Brady. I mm-hmm. I mean I could care less. I mean. I think he. I think he's a bit stale, and he's. A, I think he, I wouldn't go as far as saying I wouldn't give him nozzle status, but I. He's just a guy, and whatever, man. Like I, I think Fox really dropped the ball on this one by giving a guy thirty-five sheets, but somebody was going to, whether it be CBS or Fox or NBC or whoever else or Amazon or whoever's got it. I. I. It, it's astonishing to me. Because Dave, like I'm like with football, because it's not a regional sport like baseball is. Like when I tune into a Yankee game, I want to hear Michael K. And I I enjoy it. It just it's just there's there's a dynamic there that I quite like when I hear the, the same jokes, everything else. I, I like it. And same same with the Jays when when Buck when Buck Martinez hope he gets well. He's in the cancer uh, cancer treatment right now, but you just know what you're getting. Dave, you're a Broncos guy, and every Sunday they, they could be on a different network. Do you give a shit who's fucking broadcasting the game? Zero. Yeah, uh, you know, like I can be perturbed. Like you'd rather uh, have. 
but you're going to watch I, I, the yeah, Exactly, because uh, the Broncos haven't been that good in the last couple of years, which means they get the BC broadcasting team, and I put up with it. Um, I don't overly enjoy it, but, you know, like, uh, this, it, I'm, I'm there to watch the game, and that's why I'm watching the game, and I don't let their, their bad, their, I want, I'm not going to even call it bad commentary. They're, they're not the, the C team commentary. They're the C team for a reason. And it makes me uh, appreciate more the job that um, uh, Al Michaels and Collingsworth does, that Joe Buck. But is that Aiken worth $34 million? No. God, no, because I'm watching the fucking game anyways. I'm watching the game anyways. Like, and I, I say it all the time. It takes a pretty bad broadcaster to make me change the game that I want to watch. And that's like, like, I'm not like, I, I like, I like football a lot, but like, let's okay. I, I like college football a lot more, but if I want to watch USC play, I could, and I, we don't get a ton of USC games up here. We get, we get enough, but I'm there to watch a football game. I will turn the volume down and find the, the radio broadcast and put it on that and sync it however i gotta do it i don't think anyone i i honestly don't think that anyone is turning on or turning off a football game because of the broadcasters i really don't i i don't i As, don't get it i don't the, get it um let's pretend I'm, um well because i have this this sunday package and i can watch whatever game i want and then also there's red zone which is going on in the yeah. corner what i can do if it's not the broncos if I hate this broadcast team so much, I'm going to go to another broadcast team. Like, as long as the games are close, obviously. But I'll listen yeah. to the shitty broadcast team if that's the only... Um, but if it's your team, you'll just game. turn the turn the volume down to watch the game, put a, put the 1420 podcast on or whatever. Like, it's, it, I, 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 I've I never understood that. I've yeah, never I'm still going to watch that. the game. You're still going to get my... You're, like, on your Nielsen rating, you're still... I'm still there. I'm still watching the game. Like, to, to give... to And these broadcasts, like... They, the coach, what was his name for the the, the Rams, the, the head coach? He he almost took a job as a broadcaster to make more money as a broadcaster than an NFL head coach. It doesn't it, make sense. It doesn't make sense. I I'll 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 never understand it. And I've said it for a couple of years. The 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 money. I said it the second Tony Romo signed that contract. Like, I I don't I I'll never understand it. Like, because I, I think Tony Romo is is the most overrated number one in in the league right now. He's, Dave, right, he's, right now, I got two I got two hockey games on. I'm talking to you. I'm watching the games. We're having a good conversation. I don't know who's broadcasting the fucking game. And these are playoff games. Yes, it's the NHL and NFL are, are two different two different beasts. I get it. But the game's on. Mm-hmm. It could be me and you broadcasting the fucking thing. I don't care. I there's times where I have music on. I'm a different beast. I get it. I have a podcast on. Listen to this. Listen to that. The game's on. I'm I'm watching the game. I can no. When you're at a game, there's there, there's no broadcaster. Why are they giving these guys? Why are they giving these guys this much money? Never understand. Never understand. And then why are they giving people like a Rod just forcing them down our fucking throats, paying that? Nozzle. nozzle yeah a, a ton of money to they can and like and like i said with brady if 60 percent of the population hate brady 80 percent of the population have to hate a rod 
And then, like, and, you know, and, and why is that? Just so they can have people reacting ne- negatively on Reddit and Twitter and like, oh, like he's pushing clicks, he's pushing interest. People are watching. The Dave, that that might be it. I never thought of that might be it because like that's an old uh, an old saying in in the business. Um, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Right. And, and people want to more people will tune in for Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number 1 social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's see how bad this guy is. Maybe, mm. maybe that, maybe that's it. I don't, I don't get it. Neither I, do I. I. And you know what? That might be the thing. Like, if we can get like uh, Fire Brady trending in in week seven, then like people are be like, week one. People are gonna like people that don't normally watch football are gonna start watching the game he's calling just to shit on him. But they're watching and they're seeing our ads. And like, I. It must be something like that. Maybe that's it. Eureka. It it's weird. Light bulb just it, went off. Maybe it's got to be the light bulb went off in, in the darkest, <laughs> darkest parts of the world. But the, the other one that I don't get, Dave, is, uh, and I like this guy a lot, and I'm not, I'm not going to curb stomp this guy at all. Like it, I, I just don't understand why Kirk Herbstreet would leave college game day and college football. Yes, he's going to make more money. I get it on that end of, end of the world. But to me, Kirk Herbstreet is a college football analyst, a college football guy. Uh, why he would his money in his pocket, but why ESPN wouldn't bust the bank open because college football is big business too, man. Why Herbstreet went for the, I think it's the Amazon with Al Michaels on Thursday. It's a pro football. To me, that's not a match made in heaven at all. I, I don't understand that one. And I, I love Herbstreet. I love him on college game day. He's been a stable for a lot of years, man. And I don't, I don't understand that, that uh, partnership one bit. I totally understand it because Herbstreet is more money for less work to like, he's, he's so good at his, he's job. really good. Oh yes. And, and he's, he's a pro, but now the, the amount of research and everything he had, he had to do for college game day and then calling his games yeah. for ESPN and now he just has to do one a week and he knows what game he's calling uh 14 weeks for he 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 knows what game he's calling for eight months from now. Yeah, like, he doesn't need to know about Wichita State versus Kentucky or whatever. Right. Like you know exactly it's just... and he and he's such a pro and he gets to work with a Hall of Famer like Al Michaels and and now get his name. It's the NFL is a different different freak. Um there's going to be more people that remember him from his work on, on uh, college football on ESPN, but I 100% agree. 
get it. He's going to have less eyeballs on him, but working with a Hall of Famer, calling the best league in the world. So I, I and in ESPN, like people are going to watch hockey. Uh, sorry, they're going to watch college game day regardless. They don't give a fuck. College football is going to have their eyeballs on this. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just cu- curious as to how they can, how ESPN can do this and then do that. Like, like to, to, to dump money in this guy, but not dump money in that guy. Because college football, man, that makes a ton of dough. Yeah, and everybody's going to watch it. ESPN has had the, the, the crappiest NFL broadcast team for fucking ever. Well, it's on Monday, Monday night, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And the, 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 the Booger McFarlane and his fucking terrible. up and down Skylift machine. So, like, so, why is, so, so why is that? That it doesn't matter what they pay those guys because people watch Monday night. I think more. So why, so why is that that ESPN gets it for Monday Night Football? We don't need to pay these fuckers very much because people are going to watch regardless. But Fox and CBS are just throwing millions of dollars at, at who cares? Because like, I don't to, I, I don't I, care. The I'm, game's on, Matt. The game's on. People are not going to stop watching football if me and you were the analysts, they'll just turn the volume down and keep watching the fucking game. The ads are the same. I don't I where is the logic to spend that much money on something people are going to watch no matter what's on? They can have John Taffer from fucking Bar Rescue doing the analysis of a fucking game, and it, the same, it'll be the same, it'll be the exact same numbers, no matter what. You know what? And, you know, if you want to do it on DirecTV and just have commentary free for $5 less a month, I bet you fucking 90% of subscribers would say that commentary free. Because everybody has said, an app that has the, the, the game on anyways. They can put right. on their headphones and listen to, listen to the radio network. Exactly. You can do your, like, and there'll, there'll be a difference where you can push pause because everything's streaming and then you sync them both You up. sync and find it good. And then you find it and it's good. It, 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 it makes zero sense to give Tom Brady $35 million a year to go up there and be bland, which I, 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 I know he's going to be. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Anyways. I don't get it. You're right. We don't get it. How about this NBC? How about this CBS? How about this Fox? Why don't you guys throw 35 million bucks to the 1420 Sports Podcast? Much more entertaining, much more informative than what Tom Brady is going to be this year. I'm guaranteeing oh. that. Oh, yeah. Just pay pay us 100, 100 grand each per game. You just saved yourself $34 million. <laughs> the math is a little odd there, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure the math <laughs> out there somewhere. But yeah, you save money. I don't think it's 34 oh, million. You save so money. More than free parking. More than free the, parking. Yeah. Speaking of free parking, it. anyways, Dave, the We're 1420 Sports Podcast and Seat Geek, we hooked up. We have a good partnership going on right now. You guys save 20 bucks. We make a couple of shekels to help pay for the show. Uh, use Seat Geek promo code. Uh, 1420pod that's 11420pod save yourself 20 bucks and uh, get yourself into a game playoff games, concerts, whatever it is and we'll get you get you into shows uh, for a couple bucks less and so we're here for you guys and you know that so you see, get your free parking they could give us 
a hundred grand each, and I'd be happy, and they would be better off than giving Tom Brady thirty-five million. I would do a jig, an absolute jig, like the. Well, remember, remember when we were walking through Colorado, like Deuce can dance for me. I'm feeling it because when we were having a bad weekend, <laughs> it'd be like uh, someone blowing in a jug and playing the fucking uh, washboard. A hundred grand each. They would save a lot of money and have a better broadcast if they paid the fourteen twenty boys more than they fucking anything. What they gave Tom Brady, I, I, could, I'm telling you, could be worse. Right? Could not be worse. You won't fall asleep. You won't fall asleep. I guarantee that. That's fourteen twenty sports podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. You might won't get fall an, asleep. Might get a name or two wrong, but you won't fall asleep. You won't fall asleep. The 1420 Sports Broad or Podcast, four beers, first talk, and a whole lot more. Yeah, Dave, we started a little bit uh, later tonight watching the uh, Oilers game and the uh, the Leafs game, everything else, overtime. Uh, but as always, the first thing you talk about baseball, it's been going on all season long, and it isn't getting better. Umpiring and everything else. The one thing, Dave, I got to take some uh, some solace in is that Buster Olney must w- listen to the 1420 Podcast because he took your idea and he ran with the day on, on the uh, ESPN baseball tonight bot, uh, podcast. Listen to today. He came up, he somehow miraculous came up with your idea of uh, maybe guys who just are good at calling balls and strikes called balls and strikes. This is something you talked about a few weeks ago. And I said, well, you know, fatigue and everything else. He said, what if there's something you could do guys call balls and strikes better. If you have 20 guys who call balls and strikes, good. How those guys, that's all they do. Fly them around the country, and, and that's what they do. If the guy's better at first base, have them, have them umpire first base. You, that, that way, it's a done deal because there was a call last night in the uh, Atlanta Braves game versus the Boston Red Sox. The Red Sox lost. They got fucked, which doesn't bother me one bit because I'm not a, I'm a Yankee guy, and the Red Sox can go straight to hell. But um, there was a call that changed. Case the, is loaded. Two out. two out. There was a call that cha- changed the game, yeah. and it was it was the wrong call and everything else, and it, it changed the game. And then and then Joey Cora got thrown out of the game, and it was a shit show. And then on, and then we had on uh, what was it Tuesday night with the Jays and the uh, Yankees? There was a a throwing incident, Fresh. which wasn't a throwing incident. Blah blah blah. Dave, umpires are out of control, and I'm an official, and I love doing it. But man, oh man, this is a bone of contention across the sports world, across the, the baseball world. Dave, what are you going to do about, like, what if if you were given the commissioner, if you were Rob Manfred, what would you do about this situation? Because you know what? It's getting out of control. And it, it really is. 100% agree. Like, the, these umpires, I don't understand. Um, before I dig into the topic, though, um, it wasn't me who suggested balls and strikes umpires it was one of our listeners who who got in on twitter and and then we talked about it so it wasn't my idea but i do see the relevance on of it so first off i want to i want to address that balls and strikes in hockey you have referees and you have linesmen you have four officials that are working together as a team traveling around why don't we do that as as opposed to the four-man crew that it's in major league baseball and have everybody take their turn behind the plate. Now you're a field umpire or, or a plate umpire because 
calling balls and strikes every game, every day. It, well, I, I, I can see that being a little bit more pressure filled than I would like my officials to be, especially considering there's a zillion fucking games a year. <laughs> so I have two, three with a rotating third, like a floating third, um, like we mentioned earlier on, just to have an exchange of ideas and mixing up fielders. But have two guys out like linesmen and have two guys that are good behind the plate. That's, that's an, an excellent point. I believe as to the, the umpires and the ejections that we're seeing lately and fuck going like that Madison Bob Baumgartner one, the one with the Jays, like umpires looking to throw guys out of the game that has to fucking stop. There has to be, a culture change among the mindset of umpires. The days of Earl Weaver and Bobby Cox and, and uh, Pinella coming out and doing all this pageantry and fighting and throwing. No other sport does that shit. No other sport can you get in an umpire's face and not belly bump him, not assault him, but have yeah. two grown men screaming at each other about that was a ball, that was a strike, that was a ball and a strike and having it last 15 fucking minutes. Put it away. That doesn't happen in any other. I do believe the the managers of today are getting kicked out at a far lesser extent because they're protecting the players because they're per- the players are so fucking pissy about the inconsistency and then umpires looking to make a name for themselves, an umpire looking to you know, I don't know. I, I don't understand the motivation of these umpires anymore. Like I don't not, either. Not every other, but like to be so quick with the hook and punching guys out, like the the specifically that Baumgartner one, and specifically after the guy missed uh, that that pitch uh, against Boston, he fucking thumbed that guy right fucking. Like, it was right now. It was and right then now. Cora was gone right now too, and yeah. it was a missed call. What Dave, like yesterday, the CCBC uh, Canadian College Baseball Conference uh, had the Prairie Baseball Academy here in Lethbridge versus the Okanagan Coyotes uh, out of Kelowna. Um, it's about this. I was on the plate in the second game of a two, two inning uh, or, or two game nine inning doubleheader. Um, n- new pitcher came in. He threw something funky, and it was it was a strike, and I missed it. Like I fuck, I kicked it. It was the first pitch, first first pitch to the at bat, and I kicked it. And I, and I said to the bat, I said to the catcher, I went, I, well, what, okay, let's let's do this. It was a it was a knuckle curve kind of a pitch, and like slow, and it looked like it was going. It looked like it was it was high, and it came in and landed right in the catcher's mitt. And as soon as I said ball, not a half a second later, I went fuck, sorry, I blew it. Like it was, it was that quick. Like I, I like, but you like let I, the catcher know, and that was. I, I let the catcher and, know, and the batter knew, and the like. Oh. The batter knew it was a strike. He's like, I got away with one there. I went, fuck, I blew it, and I didn't get like. I'm not gonna make a makeup call later on, but I think that if if that was more of a thing with catchers and 
and coaches and managers and everything else, you, you might get more respect instead of just throwing a guy to the fucking game. You shouldn't throw a guy to the game if you fuck something up. Exactly. You know, and it's not like you're saying that every pitch or you shouldn't be because then you're a piece of shit anyways. That's but if you're if you're a regular good guy, which from the batter that um show thing that I follow on Twitter, really good. Kinda, yeah, he's he's generally a really good umpire. Yeah. But he fucked that one call and then he probably knew it, but he, he got little penis conflict and then he had to thumb that guy when he said you, Well the you, problem you, is it, it's the problem you got there, Dave, is that when it's if it's in the first inning, it's one thing to blow a call, but if it's in the eighth or ninth, it's another thing. And what do you what do you do? You say, oops. I mean, that could be a million dollar contract right there, right? Exactly. And then, you know, and then what do you say if you're in the major leagues and you say, oh, fuck, I missed that one. Okay. He told me he missed it. And now that's the story. Because like, he, okay, how much trust does, because I, I told the kid his name's Caden. He's from Regina and a lot. He's, I knew him from last year in, the, in WCBL. And I said, keep that one quiet until after the game like don't tell he goes yeah just fucking because he knew and the coach mm-hmm. probably knew as well right like i i blew it i fucking blew it i, I missed i just froze I, I made a bad call and it's it's, it's almost like an uh there's, there's a trust thing that has to happen between an official and a catcher or uh what umpire and official or an umpire and a catcher where you go okay man like i'll give you this you give me that because and they're because as, as, as fucked up as this sounds if a catcher's up to bat and there's a close one, I'll probably give the catcher the close one if we, when he's batting because I don't need the con- conflict when he comes in. Ah, uh, you don't want to get have to deal with his shit. That's right. But on that note, too, like, so, like, uh, so the guy with the funky shit when he's warming up, um, the after the, the manager calls him in, he goes to you, he goes, Hey, just just watch a couple. Watch because- a little bit. No, no, I I blew it. Like, and as soon as the, and I don't know why I call it. Like, I blew, I just blew it. I don't know what. I mean, the game was a bit of a rambunctious, a lot of pitches, and everything else. I just, I I fucking blew it. But I I I was I was half a second after the catcher caught it. I went fuck. I blew it, and the catcher laughed. So it was well, fuck. fine. What it didn't it, it didn't have impact in the game anything. But the thing is, Dave went. The major league level, when a call at that point, if that call was taught, if that if that strike three was called in the second inning, we were talking about the Braves Boston game last night. We're not talking about it. It was in the ninth inning, and that's why we're talking about it. And it's it seems to happen more often than not lately. I agree because that's what sports is all about. It's about the moment, right? And and if a player chokes at that moment, then you know. It's no more apparent. There's no guesswork at that 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 pitch we're talking about yesterday. There was no guesswork. That was that was fucking closer to his shoelaces than it was his yeah. kneecaps. And he breaking news: the LA Kings just tied it up two two with the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> They're gonna burn down what's the West Edmonton Mall tonight. Who knows? Whatever. But yeah. No, uh, the, the then Dave earlier on this week, the, I don't know if you saw anything about the uh, the Jays and Yankees at Yankee Stadium. There was a home run hit in the uh, oh, I think it was the sixth inning. Then Donaldson got hit, and they threw threw the pitcher out of the game for throwing at the guy. And the umpire drew attention themselves, and the, another guy got. And then Charlie Montoyo seems to be the nicest guy in baseball. He got thrown out of a game. Man, 
like one of the best things about that I like about being an umpire is I can go and do a job and have a fun game. And other than my friends, nobody knows that I'm out there because I, I, in general, I do, I do a good job. And the best way that I know I did a good job is if nobody says anything to me, it seems like these guys draw attention to themselves. What happened on Tuesday night with the Jays and Yankees, those four buffoons, they drew attention to themselves for, for some unknown reason. If Josh Donaldson got thrown at, Josh Donaldson, the fan club, the Josh Donaldson fan club would have said something before he went down to took his elbow pad, went down to first base. He didn't oh. say a fucking word. It was, a, I forget the name. It was his second pitch of the game. He was a relief pitcher. Like, there's no way. There's was, zero way. They had a meeting like, to decide if he threw something at somebody. It was, and then, and then in the eighth, I think it was when uh, Bichette, which I think his hair got in the way, it that pitch was not anywhere near hitting him. Bichette was a bit flamboyant on dodging that one, but then the someone from the Jays bench said something. What about that one? Or what it was, and the umpire had to junk someone there too. It was gross. It was that entire game became a farce. I'm glad the Yankees won. But that entire game became a farce because the umpires wanted to show their, their big dings. And it was wrong. It was completely wrong. It was wrong. And, like, and it's not just the, the, the fact that they congregated to, to say, okay, we're going to go right fucking dink here. Yeah. And then they, they, they kept perpetuating their dickish attitude. Like, I, I don't. Uh, it was odd. It. Like, you, you, I, I, I just. So that. And then that Bob Baumgartner palm rub. Right, that was weird. Like, why? Like, you're not there to incite. You're not there. Pick your to... spots, man. Exactly, and and it's a long season. You're gonna see. You're gonna see a lot of shit throughout the year. And you're 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 thirty games in right now. You're gonna see a lot of stupid shit. And, and you not, know, you, and, you don't need it now. Yeah, and and your stupid shit is getting put out there time and time and time again. Like, it's like that old uh, shampoo. Cr- commercial right i'll tell two friends and you'll tell two friends and you'll tell two friends and then everybody knows what a fucking horse is ass you were was that pert was it pert no i think it was something it was before pert it was before pert head and shoulders no i want have you because dave you have a full uh, a lively full head of hair like what was your your shampoo of choice when you were a kid or in your formal years as an athlete, fucking Pert Plus shampoo and conditioner, all oh, in one. one. You bet that and a fucking bar of soap in a bag, and that's it. Pert Plus. Pert Plus. I Who might go back to that. Plus? I don't think it's hair regenerative. I think you need Rogaine. <laughs> my hair started to grow like the very top's a little bit thin but anyways we've been down, we've been down that road before anyways dave uh you know there's a lot of things that piss me off but that's uh, you know bad umpiring and guys making uh, spectacles themselves i don't i don't get it that, that's one thing about the game of baseball because umpiring is a passion of mine but that's one thing that pisses me off don't umpires officials you're, you're not you're there to do your job and do your job like I don't want like if I hire someone to fucking um, mow my front lawn after they're done weed whacking, I don't want them to fucking knock on my door and tell me my curb's too high. 
Like, just fucking, I paid you to week with it. I didn't pay you to be a fucking asshole. Same with you, umpires. I'm paying you to fucking umpire a game. I'm not paying you to be a fucking asshole. No, the WCBL schedule is coming out as we speak. They're seeing, getting games scheduled here and there. Hopefully, I don't have any confrontations. I've been, I've been fortunate enough over the the since I've been back in the game the last couple of years to not get in, uh, any heated. Haven't had to throw anybody out. It would take a lot for me to throw somebody out. I, I don't know what it would take, but it would like I try to defuse situation. Uh, I don't want to be the uh, center of attention. I like being watched. Don't get me wrong there. But I don't want to be the center of attention by any means. I, I don't. I don't need it. And why these umpires feel the need to have that? I don't get it. Bash must have called him a cocksucker. Called him a cocksucker. Anyways, <laughs> the 1420 Sports Podcast, four viewers, sports talk, and a whole lot more. We'll be back in half a second with what pisses me off. Dave, we started this one a few months back, and Jim put some music to it, and. Uh, it's got a lot of good feedback over the years, over the months, everything else. I want to say years. It feels like years sometimes. But anyways, um, what pisses me off? And there's always things throughout the day that piss you off and you keep quiet about it. But as we have this podcast platform, we, we're allowed to vocalize what pisses you off on a uh, twice a week basis and everything else. So I, I kind of get a kick out of it. We don't venture out into the, uh, the anger of things a lot. But Dave, I went to uh, after I got done those baseball games yesterday. Me and Deanne went. We we're going to go for a for a, a refreshment after the games, and uh, and just wanted to have a nice cold draft Bud Light. So there's this place in the West Side. I'll, they'll rena- remain uh, nameless, but they're always consistent on what they have on tap, and it's a neighborhood bar and everything else. And then the I one said, closest to you there. No, it's uh, the one further away. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's a, it's a five-minute drive, whatever it is. And uh, the, the clientele's great. It's nice people. Everything's good. The staff's great, everything else. And I said, can I please have a Bud Light? And she says, yes. And I said, on tap. She goes, no. I said, why? She says, well, we changed distributors. I said, you shouldn't have done that. She goes, well, we did. And I said, well, that's dumb. These are my exact words. I said, that's dumb. <laughs> she goes, well, we have it in a bottle. I, go, I guess I guess I'll have it in a bottle. I don't know what it is with David, why I like draft beer. Like, I, It's just something about the, 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 the cold. I, I don't know what it is. I like a draft beer. Like, I, like And then, so Dave, I, I got to say, I was a little pissed off that there isn't a place on the west side here in Lethbridge where I can go for it, an ice cold draft Bud Light never fills you up, never lets you down. I got us. I was disappointed, and I was pissed off. Like if it ain't broke, don't fucking fix it. Just for the almighty dollar to make another twenty five cents on your fucking uh, on your end of. I don't. I don't get it because it can't be that much cheaper for the for for the like the the bar to have Canadian products instead of Budweiser products. It, I was, I got to say, I was pissed off. I understand your disappointment. I don't understand your really pissed offedness because you said for the almighty dollar, and that's the only reason that you have a pub to go to. I don't uh, see, and, and I'm going to speak from a place of ignorance right now because 
my behavior is when I, when I'm in Montana is much different than it is in Canada as far as going belly up and having a quick draft while my wife shops or does whatever it is she does. Yeah. Here in Lethbridge, I don't have those opportunities. I don't, well, you know, I'm not going to say that. I I choose to come home and just sip a beer and and no, no, I get that. Do other things, but to lose, uh, yeah. Does yeah, Lethbridge doesn't really have a a cheap beer. Watch your sports and get your gamble. You know what? I bet they do now with their gamble on. Come here, get your gamble on. Free Wi-Fi so they can bet uh, bars sponsored by – what are they doing on CBC right now? 360? Is that the thing now? Yeah, bet 360. There's all kinds of things. that there's a Actually, Dave, now that you mentioned that, there's a pretty good sponsorship opportunity that we're working on with Bodog.net uh, uh, or .au or whatever it is that we got going on right now. But there's a lot of betting opportunities out there. Um, cheap beer and free Wi-Fi. You know, and then you you'll have your gambling degenerates there, like people who haven't paid a phone bill in fucking months. They're gonna come there with their phone and get their free Wi-Fi and they have their Bodog account and they're gonna they're gonna get down. There you go, Bodog. Hopefully we can just uh, get this thing all squared up over the weekend and everything else with uh with Bodog and Bodog.org or net or sorry. But uh yeah, I would maybe maybe I wasn't pissed. Okay, I was pissed off at first because it seems to be happening a lot. But I, I wasn't, but then it turned out I was just disappointed. Like, okay, now another bar that I'd like to go to doesn't have my beverage of choice. So is it disappointment or anger? I, I don't know. Well, you're disappointed. It's okay to be disappointed, but you can't be pissed off at them because they made a business decision. Okay, Dave, let's just say for the sake of conversation, to be pissed off, let's say for the sake of conversation, you went down to, to Whitefish, Montana on a Sunday to watch Tony Romo talk on CBS about the fucking Dallas Cowboys and everything else. And you, I'm going to the Bulldog, honey. Uh, don't bother cooking because I'm going to have chicken wings. And the Bulldog said, you know what? We don't have chicken wings anymore. Would you be pissed off or disappointed? I'll find something else. I, I wouldn't be either because uh, the point isn't what I'm going to throw in my gullet. Like I, I, I'm just like, life is like, life is about good things, but life is also about uh, disappointment, disappointments because you're going to be disappointed a fucking shit ton too. I've been disappointed with the weather all week today. Like it, it was nice for five minutes and then it was freezing. Like the only, my only disappointment is just let me know what's going to happen here. So I can dress appropriately. I don't like taking on a hoodie and off a hoodie and on a hoodie and off a hoodie. That, do you look that, at weather prior to like when you get up in the morning? Do you look at the weather or do you look outside? Oh no, I, I need to look. Like I like so I yeah. I You're on the app or whatever it is or the news. Six thirty, I grab the app and like before my feet fucking hit the floor out of my bed, I know the weather forecast for the day because I dress appropriately because I'm inside and outside some days. You don't dress appropriately? Oh, no, I do. I like when I'm working, I, <laughs> I dress appropriately. There's no doubt about that. But, like, I'm a Long John's guy until after May long weekend. Like, it's that's yeah. the weather here. I would like Jasper had to give up money and like I was freezing. I underdressed for work during the day, 
So I wore long johns and uh, a fucking toque to his baseball game on Monday. Toque was a little overkill. I'm glad I had the long johns on. Oh, yeah. And then yesterday he played and I was overdressed and I had like just like a, a hoodie and a vest. No long johns. And it was I was a little too toasty. So that pisses me off. <laughs> Being too toasty. No, that that's not a bad thing. Because you actually pay money sometimes to be too toasty. You fly to different countries to be too toasty. I've heard from other dads, like, you know what? Baseball, being a baseball, like being a baseball parent in Southern Alberta, it's colder than being a hockey parent. Oh, absolutely. Baseball parents in Southern Alberta, like they weather the because when you're in a storm. hockey rink in Southern Alberta or where anywhere now, BC, wherever, like you, you throw some loonies in the, the heat, the heater's on, good, done. Or you yeah. go inside, watch the game, watch it upstairs, whatever. When you're outside, there ain't no fucking dome to watch the uh, the double the uh, the the U11 Dodgers play. Like it's, <laughs> no. it's one of those things. Like it's weather, and if it's you're standing outside and and, yeah. and in Lethbridge, it gets windy and it gets cold. Like those. The sun can be shining, beating down on you. You're getting a sunburn, and it's still minus 12. Like, it's yeah. fucking shitty. The wind, it's a high of 12, wind chill minus one, like, no matter what. And I, I've been a part of that. Uh, when that the years sun, too, yeah, so. when that sun goes down, like, if there's no it's sun, over, like, there's yeah. no warmth. Like, yeah, I don't know where they're getting this plus eight from. Yeah, anyways, and plus eight's not that warm, anyways. Anyway, Dave, fun show tonight. Playoffs. We got two game sevens for sure. The Oilers are trying to piss this one away. So we might have a, a third game seven on Saturday night. Uh, what do you got? You got so Jasper's got a tournament this weekend. What's going on? Uh, yeah, the Dodgers, the Lethbridge Dodgers are in a baseball tournament this weekend in Lethbridge, Alberta, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll see what's going on. Um, I have my mother-in-law's birthday. Uh, so, fuck. Busy weekend between the son and the family. Looking forward to it, though. I just hope that wet fucking weather doesn't blow. Just give us some sun, God. Please, God. It's, it's going to be good. Anyways. Just a little bit of sun. Yeah, I got some baseball myself this weekend. CCBC seasons ended up uh, on Saturday, on Sunday. And then the World Series is next weekend. They call it the World Series, which is the Canadian College Baseball Championships. <laughs> I don't know so why the world, but they call it the World Series. But anyways, should be fun. I uh, got a lot going on. The, the NHL playoffs are going. You got the uh, Major League Baseball season going on. It's been it's a fun time to be a sports fan. Get out and enjoy the uh, the weather. Get out and enjoy the uh, the springtime. It's been a long winter. Been chitty, but put your headphones on. Listen to the show, but make sure when you're listening to the show, you uh, talk to people about our show and like, share, retweet, and all the stuff. Make sure if you're going to a show, you get on to uh, SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Save yourself 20 bucks, everything else. And like I said, we have something going on with, uh, with Bodog that's uh, going to save you guys some for your betting, betting degenerates out there. Going to save you guys some money and make you guys uh, some bets out there too as well. So lots going on in the 1420 world and lots going on in the sports world. Dave. Oilers win tonight or not? Sure, I'd like him to see Game Seven. Like I'm, I, I like I'd rather them win than uh, the Kings. Um, we're divorced, but I, I like I say, I, I don't ever wish ill will on them. You never so wish ill will on your ex, unless she's a real bitch. 
Well, it depends what even that to the divorce, right? You know, it was just, yeah, it, it was, it was uh, situations out of my control and 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 uh, the the powers that be control. Um, <laughs> they're not going to win, but I don't wish them ill will. So they go Oilers. They go Oilers. That's they, the I hope they do. They, they, won't, they won't time. get past tonight. You'll you'll have a jersey on by next Saturday. Anyways, uh, the fourteen twenty sports podcast. Four viewers, sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other. More importantly, take care of yourself. We need you around. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, Dave? Jim, the Oilers just should have scored there. They should have kept their stick on the ice, but you don't swing at high pitches. Take it easy, folks. We're talking it on Tuesday night. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 